0: Bring in the closers back holiday special last episode of the year of the season of the holiday season.
1: Possibly ever.
0: Hopefully ever, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um with, me with my Lloyd
1: Lloyd Christmas back Lloyd in the seat <laughs> here. Half <laughs> the ones oh, and twos.
0: Oh gracious. Oh, I hate myself. Folks, I'm but,
1: sorry, you can't see the video feed. This is this is good. This is good stuff. I hate this. I don't know why she cut it like
0: that. I'm gonna have to, anyways, okay. It's not that I'm an attractive man ordinarily, but this just makes it worse. Okay, Ben, we just spent, before this podcast, we just spent, um, let me see here, hold please, 57 minutes on the phone. We hopped off again on this. And the essence of the conversation, the essence of the conversation was communication, which is what we're going to talk about in this podcast today. First thing, let me just say this and see if you agree. You, Ben, Ryan, are not as good of a communicator as you think that you are. Agree or disagree?
1: Agree, 100%. Yes.
0: Not only are you not that good, you are probably terrible.
1: You lost me there. But I'm, substanti- <laughs> I'm sure I'm, sure you, I'm no, substantively that was only worse. Than you. That was you, not the audience. That was you. I, I'm substantively worse than I think, and I think we are all victim of that. Yes.
0: Okay. And where you find this out is by using terms, uh, common terms, right? So we use common terms differently, or we go into topics that we both think that we're having a very in-depth conversation over, and we're not even talking about the same thing. Or that, sounded, same, actually, that
1: sounded that sounded real personal, Ryan. But yes, I mean you're not wrong, as they say. Um, I was
0: recapping our conversation, but whatever. I've seen here and right there.
1: I thought we had a, I, that's interesting. I had a different take. So actually you may be right on the nose because I had a different takeaway from that conversation. Okay. I thought that I there were at, there were times where we were talking a little bit past each other, but largely I thought that we spent most of the time, you know, making sure we were on the same page in the sense no, of, no, like no, no, we no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This, this last conversation we did, but we had to have that conversation because we've had so many prior that we weren't talking about the same thing.
1: Oh, yeah, we just, we just talk way too much, like just in general, <laughs> but yes.
0: <laughs> okay, which leads me to point one of the conversation today. Let's talk business communication. Okay, I'm talking um, abbreviations, emojis, texting, GIFs, gifts, whatever they're called, um, social media. How, ben, how do you handle communicating in business? And, and when do you determine that you're going to use a emoji or a GIF or or whatever a meme?
1: We also we need to I think we need to parse out whether it is GIF or GIF. Um, I don't really have I don't think I have a planted flag there. I think I say GIF. It may be GIF. Um, I think
0: I think I saw the creator said it's GIF like the peanut butter Jiffy. But don't quote me on that.
1: Let's roll with it. Sure, why like not?
0: GIF, GIF, whatever. The things that move the animated short videos are like three seconds long. That can be hilarious.
1: So, you know, it's interesting. And um, I think that there are widely varying opinions on this, you know, so I I look at text messaging as a way for, if I need an immediate answer to something, if it is communicating something, you know, one or two data points at most, something, you know, something relatively short or someone, you know, that I have consistent communication with, like, you know, someone like yourself or something like that um, email, I think you know if you're ever sending an attachment or something that needs to be made, potentially printed out and you know, printed off and read. Um, if you're sending something with nuance, if, if you are certainly if you're responding to something that's to be an ongoing conversation, you know, in an email thread, um, anything that's more long-winded and again a couple of data points, um, I think it is email really email appropriate only. I don't think there's another for those things, and I think phone calls are. are really important to make sure in a lot of different contexts that that nuance and that sort of emotional response is not misread because text and email both you know written communication uh, there have been been a number of times you and i have wildly miscommunicated simply because we were doing it over text or or email as opposed to when we got on the phone it quickly was like oh well you know we figured it out and i think that that's a really important distinction that sometimes to a degree is overused especially these days with like zoom and everything i think there's a lot of things that are done on zoom these days that could be done like via text and email um mm-hmm. but but that's sort of i mean those that's do you see it the same way in terms of you know texting emailing phone you know on, um, on the phone maybe even uh, you know conference those four things are are you're kind of communicating different things in those in those different mediums um uh-huh.
0: Yes and no, um, and this is where it's it's been tough because, you know, at my previous stop, I would be a little bit more formal, but that had more to do with, um, you know, the type of client I was dealing with and interfacing with, and, you know, I know that their phone is going to be checked by their employer, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's, that's a... Um, That's that's something to consider. Now, in the space of it now, mostly I'm working with either founders or CEOs or you know the top the top person. And so, in those relationships, are I don't say they're free like we're friends, but we start out at a fundamentally different spot than hey, let me come sell you a service. And um, project manager X hires me, right? And so Mm -hmm. that that's kind of shifted my thinking. I think that has to be brought up here. Um, Remember that. If you're dealing in a corporate world and you're sending texts to someone who's got a company phone, don't get them in trouble. So I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about being necessarily um, saying anything inappropriate, obviously. I'm just saying just, just keep in mind that you know, if you're talking about going to the baseball game or, or, or you know, something that's not work-related, that, that could be monitored. So keep that in mind. Um, but So that's been a shift I've had to deal with. The other thing I've thought of is, and this goes to one of my network th- networking theses, is that I want people to be off of business. And so, I want to communicate more text or WhatsApp, as I prefer, or uh, DMs or, or whatever. I want to communicate that way as much as possible because email rings formality. And so, as much as I can be from there, I want to I want to get away from there. Um, and to your point, I do think you're right that that, that if it needs to be a little bit more um, parsed out, then do it here. I would just say that most things probably don't need to be emailed, right? And so, most things are just conversational.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm curious, Ryan, um, on an average, in an average week, uh, ignoring, you know, the email count of like the spam and the stuff that you don't open, but the stuff that you engage with and you, that you open, what percentage of those emails are, are what you would qualify like th- this, this needed to be an email? I needed to get this as opposed uh, to it could have been done via text or, or didn't need to be communicated at all. What, what percentage? I'm curious.
0: Pretty high because most of my stuff is not email. Like I'm looking, so I can say the emails I have inbox right now that I'm looking at over the last couple of days is fifteen, twenty, maybe if that that I'm engaging with, because um, on the Gmail you can now parse out your emails from important to you know whatever. So I have that set up, um, which helps keep the main inbox really less cluttered, um, and so that helps. And then most stuff is there, and I found that if you can slide into that text message world um and you out you handle it with care you gotta handle it with care right you can't be texting them about going to the park on saturday if they're not your friend you know if they if it's just a work relationship you handle it with care but if you handle that relationship with care you can handle so much more on the text thing and to your point it's it's a little less formal and you can transition back to email when you when you need to so if it's hey we're texting 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 let's have a meeting boom in the email send the calendar invite we're done um and so i think those are kind of things that, that that's kind of how i've looked at it in um but yeah not, not a ton of emails I, I try to stay away from email as much as possible
1: you know it's interesting um not counting this you know, po-
0: is not counting podcast invites because that's kind of a right yeah because it's just like just for clarity like i don't po- emailing podcast invites i hate like that's the last resort but i have a bunch of those that are always going out because i can't find them somewhere else
1: yeah, so we should uh, we should at some point talk about what it's like to to book guests for podcasts. I think that's a process that you just don't have an ex- you don't have appreciation for until until you until you're doing it. Um, <laughs> so what about, I'm curious about what about time of day? Uh, do you you know I think there's certain guardrails in terms of uh, phone calls. Do you tend to keep text messaging and emailing and or emailing? within certain hours or because those are written mediums, do you take the, you know, I, I tend to sort of take the mentality of, you know, when I have the time to send the text or email is, is what I'm going to send it. And when you have the time to read and respond to it, you can do that. So like, there, I mean, there are times, I'm sure there are times where I've sent you an email at three, four or five in the morning. Um, I'm expecting that that, you know, ding isn't going to ring, you know, isn't going to wake you up, um, et cetera. Um, I generally don't text, you know, at all hours. I guess that's true. I, I you know, if I am going to send something at two or three in the morning, it, it's almost always an email, um, unless it's you, because you, you well, you are like dead to the world after eight PM.
0: So, okay, so in Hollywood they had the fourth wall, right? So the fourth wall is the, the the viewer and the camera. The people on camera never talk to the fourth wall. They never break the fourth wall. So I think when you get past six PM or before, say eight PM, eight AM. In most cases, maybe 730, that's the fourth wall. Um, And to break the fourth wall, there should either be a good reason. um, So you're taking a client to dinner or you're taking a buddy to dinner and you're like meeting up for drinks or whatever. Like, hey, I'm here. Okay, so I would try to I don't want to break the fourth wall until I have a good reason to break the fourth wall unless they do. That's the first thing. Um, now I'm a little bit different. I've got a wife and four kids. And so at night, my, my nights are a little bit different than someone who's single. Right. And so trying to do that some nights I have nothing going on, going on and other nights I'm really busy. Um, the phone call, breaking the fourth wall phone call after five, that has to be kind of that that's different. Like I'll call you after five. Um, I'll call some of the people I'll work with after, after five, but by and large, I will not call someone after five because that's to me that's a big ass like if I'm calling you after five, not you but I'm calling someone else after five that didn't know me very well. they should presume it's something important
1: oh, I, I mean, we, you you, you and I have a rule about not calling someone after five we break it almost daily, but I mean we, there, there's a, that that rule exists for on purpose and for <laughs> good reason um, <laughs> but you know if you call if you call a, a an associate um, at seven pm
0: you' especially if you're, if you if you're their boss something's gone terribly wrong and something you know right that's that's the thing a text here's, or email you can pick it up and look at it put it down to your point
1: here's the caveat that I would make to that I think there are certain industries and certain you know positions that that doesn't necessarily apply to um and I think you know with with what you and I do uh, you know on you know the day before closing or, or you know something like that on a deal there have you know I, I sure Actually, you know what? let me say that differently. I think that they're you know if you're in a sales or business development, my uh, um, you know sales or business development role or some sort of C-suite role, you know, I think that those do come with some sort of level of you know when your time and attention is needed, you know to a degree, I mean I, yeah you know, and I th- you know so you say five, you know I would never th- I would never think to call somebody after six or seven. But there are times where I'll get a phone call from, like, somebody, you know, 9, 10 at night. I mean, that, and, and they just want to, like, catch up on something. I'm just like, what are we what are we doing here?
0: Yeah, no, no. Five is a rule for me. Six is not a bad rule um, because people are commuting or whatever. I, I just try, I try to do five. Um, but it doesn't matter. I'm not offended when people call me after five, just to be clear. Um, I'm talking about me calling other people because you know, I don't know what they got going on. To your point, though, if you've got a closing, those are those are you know different circumstances. Or if you're in a real estate transaction where there's contracts going back and forth, and they're time sensitive. Well, all those things I think are are, are acceptable during the normal course of business. Is you know, um, so like right now we're working on a couple of capital raises, and you know I'm not going to call someone I'm trying to get to invest in a fund after five, unless I right. feel like. That's because now I'm calling and it's a big ask. I'm asking for their money after five p.m. To me, that's an aggressive phone call. Like that's a right. real aggressive phone call, right? Absolutely. Now, if it's yeah, but if we're working on a deal, we're trying to close a deal or whatever, then yeah, the all bets are off. Um, but to your point, you said a minute ago, I'll go back to this about the texting, and we've had to hop on the phone call to kind of get things done. What are your thoughts about sending over? Uh, I'm gonna say memes or, or gifs here that are standards, like the Elmo fire one, or the "This is fine" one, or, or or whatever the ones that everyone has seen. I think those are pretty safe because generally there's not a lot of baggage tied to them. Trying to send one that no one uses, that's the danger zone. Um, so I might send one that's pretty safe. It's a generic meme a generic gif um, early on because they're going to interpret it most likely the right way. Um, what are your thoughts?
1: You know, it's interesting. I, I'm, um, I'm per, and I think you are, t, uh, you know, to, to a degree as well, you know, pretty direct communicator. And, and I, and I generally, I'm going to tell you, you know, what I'm thinking and, and a lot of times why I'm thinking that, um, you know, not in a negative way, but just, you know, kind of in, in transparency and, and communication. And, and so given that, I think that there's a lot of times where I use uh, you know emojis or, or or gifs or gifs to sort of amplify to make sure that like the the emotive response that I'm trying to elicit is clear in the in the sense of you know that that is not just the words that there's something behind it um, and to your point yeah absolutely there there are certain ones that have kind of become part of popular culture and there's a sort of an understood. Motivation behind it, etc., and sort of what you know. What you know, and I think those are good to use. Um, mm-hmm. You know, eighty-five percent of the ones that you and I send to each other, I wouldn't, I would not recommend sending to to anyone in a business context. Uh, sort of, re- regardless of message intent. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> eighty-five seemed low, but whatever.
0: Um, so yeah, I think going back to kind of this idea of abbreviations, emojis. I, I think you don't want to be sending. ID, like that commercial, the old commercial IDK, my BFF or whatever it was, you know, all the kids talking. I don't think you want to talk like that, but I also think it's appropriate to drop in like an LOL or whatever to denote that you're not overly being serious or you're trying to lighten the mood because you can send messages and it's like, well, there's four ways to interpret this and three of them are bad, <laughs> you know, but you add right. that little abbreviation there at the end or, or whatever it is, or the the, the laughing emoji or, or whatever. Um, so I think that there, there, I think we're at a point now where you can incorporate it. Maybe I wouldn't have said this two or three years ago, but you can incorporate it now. Um, and you can incorporate it in a way that helps soften the tone of the message without saying, I'm just joking, or isn't that so right? You can abbreviate it.
1: Absolutely. But, but I think it's important to, to distinguish, you know, that I think it's a reality that there are you know, certain, uh, specifically emojis, there are certain emojis that are going to be taken differently just by baseline. You know, if, if a man or woman is seeing it, or, or if there's, you know, just making sure that like sort of the content or, you know, the, the, I'm sorry, the, uh, uh the context is, is appropriate and sort of clear, if that makes sense. Um, because I think uh, the reason I say that, I guess, is because I think that emojis are sort of, blanket statement i think they're overused because i think they're sort of inserted yeah i think they're i think they're just way overused and, and so i think you're kind of understanding making sure that you understand how it may be perceived is really important as opposed to just you know oh i'm laughing at this and and, and putting a putting a laughing emoji does that make sense
0: so you're in favor of the lol versus the laughing emoji
1: yeah i guess yeah, that's I yeah so. yeah i think yeah. so
0: too I think so too. Um, Now, if, so let me ask you this, if someone sends you back, a business partner says, Hey, Tom just canceled. And um, it looks like Bob's going to back out. Is it appropriate to send the red angry face
1: emoji? I think that goes to the relationship, you know, the level of relationship with the person. I mean, if it, you know, if it's the first time that they've like ever, seen you react negatively to something or, or if, you, if they've never seen you angry before like you know probably not as, not appropriate to send as like a first you know first thing um right does that make sense i mean i think that it's important to sort of understand the context of your relationship with the person in real life quote unquote um to, to sort of modulate that so the other way to look at that is you know if you're a very serious straight you know don't really you know don't laugh kind of person in in person you know, you shouldn't be firing off the laughing emojis or you know, things like that, right? I mean, it's... Like, <laughs> no, that's a great point. That's a great point
0: is that, um, you know, your 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 persona in real life and your persona in text can really cause problems if you... if So if you really struggle to express yourself, you're very reserved, and then you start sending out aggressive text or whether you're, you're aggressively funny or whatever, people are going to be like, whoa, what what is what is going on here? So that's a, that's a very good point that you brought up there is that there's a lot of people who, um, you know, they're, they're trying to communicate and they're not very good at just saying what they feel. Um, and, and so they, yeah, they come across a text like, Oh wow. Okay. So, cause what happens is the next time you're around them, you're going, okay, is is he, or is she, whatever are they holding back here? Is this, are they not expressing what they really want? You know? And so it, it brings up these questions. And so it makes it a, Makes it a tough dynamic, but I understand some people they, they communicate better in writing, so I can kind of get why they might do it that way.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: I'm not saying it's good, I'm saying it, it, I'm just letting those people know that are listening. It, it makes it tougher on us because we're like, okay, <laughs> are you telling me what you really think now? Because I'm not texting you. Because <laughs> when you text me, like, I get the novel, I got the novel. Let's talk about the novel. Let's talk about the novel. Can you send, do you like sending novels in text? And I say novels, you know, um,
1: one that's Aggressively long, so I'll, I'll I'll answer that and then ask you a question and, and I have I have a couple more things to add. So so the the response to that is, is no. Going back to what I said before, you know I think the text message is you know, a data point or two, something short form. Um, I'm curious. So in the however many like way way too many, but in the in however many years that you and I have known each other, how many times have I sent you what you would call like when you're ahead, when you think of a novel in text? How many times have I done that to you?
0: Yeah. So for reference, a novel text would be when you open the screen on a normal screen at the and it's got the little band at the top from there all the way down to the bottom right before that band. That's that's basically full. That's a novel. That's what I'd say to the novel.
1: Right. So 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 I'm very confident, you know, in, in proving my point by asking you that question in the time you know, since we've yeah. known each other. How many times have I done that? None, none that I can remember. So and, and I think that's the answer. I don't think I don't think I ever have. Um, you know, if I'm ever going to send something that long, I'm going to email it to you. Maybe maybe. Uh, I mean, do you treat that differently? So, so how many times do you send, how many times have you sent novels? I mean, is that something you do re- re- regularly or?
0: It's usually more when it's story-based. Like sometimes I've been somewhere, I'm like telling you a story of what's happening. You know, I might mm-hmm. send something a little longer. Like, hey, this, and then someone said this and, you know, trying to unpack what's going on. Um, beyond that, not regularly that I can think of because to your point, it's, it's, um, well, I think most things that I have to say in text, I don't really need to flesh out that, that deep. Right. And now
1: right. I, do have some,
0: I do have some buddies that we we have group texts and we're talking about things that are, that require a lot of thought process to go into them. But so those are quote text messages or WhatsApp, but I don't consider those messages. What I don't consider those messages the same as a normal text what 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 what
1: uh you know you just said something about having group chats with people about things that you have to think deeply about i'm just i'm just curious about what you're talking about I don't it know. feels like there's a lot of shots in there but whatever i'm we'll just i mean i you know i know well yeah the, the shot is i haven't been invited so thanks appreciate it um glad i can't add anything to the conversation without you saying it you're saying it so i'm glad you said it because i didn't want to say it but thank you no, you wanted
0: to say it. you just didn't. I didn't really want to say it, but it it didn't it didn't feel appropriate right now, but as you said it, I can say it. so thank you. <laughs> there are a I mean, so let me ask you this if someone sends you a, a question that's not like, "Hey, what's dinner tonight?" Um, it's you know, um, you're really big into you know uh, sewing so. Um, people don't know that, but Ben sews his own clothes. So, like, if if someone said, "Hey, you know, what's the difference between this um, thread strength or thread count and this?" You know, would you give them the big novel then? Because, see, in that situation, I might. Like, those are when I would think I would send something a little bit longer. I wouldn't switch to email just to do it.
1: I I just don't I don't send those level you know that that long of a text. If if I if I'm going to send that long of a text, I'll probably email it to you. Um, you know because I think that I mean, right? That's so, why you're not in the group. So in if the I group. pick up, so if I pick up my phone. Well, let me get to that. It's like, I mean, there's lots of reasons I'm not in the group. Let me try, well, you.
0: obviously, um, that's my yeah. excuse. Right um,
1: if i pick my phone and, and I'm just looking at the home screen, to send an email or send a text is the same number of clicks to get to to get through, and so it's not as though it's like more difficult to send one or the other. And so, yeah, if I was going to be sending something like long, um. I I'd I'd be, I'd click over to the email app. Um, And I think that that's partially because, you know, I I, look people, people like yourself who have like this superhuman ability to remember everything they've ever done in, in intimate detail are just rare. Okay. Some of us need a little bit of help and, and there's not a, and actually I hadn't really thought about this before, before the show today, but now that I'm thinking through it, I think this might be a healthy portion of the equation. Um, so searching email for like a certain like keyword or something is, is not very effective. I'll, I'll, grant, I'll grant people that, but it's substantively better than oh, anything yeah. that you can do on the texting side. Yes. And so if there's something that I need to like remember for posterity or want to refer back to it at any point for any reason... Again, those things should be on email because if you want someone to like if you want someone to remember something that you talked about a few weeks ago or ever you know refer, again refer back to something or re- recall something from text, it's just not gonna happen. But email, again, it's not very good, but it's it's substantively better. And so Unless I think that's all about
0: WhatsApp, obviously. And WhatsApp's the king, but you know, you can search that that search is pretty good.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, you know, some of us like Facebook and some of us don't. It took me a
0: second. That's a good shot. That was a good shot. Like, it took me a second, caught me off guard. That was a good shot. Okay, Ben. Um, since you got that good shot, I'll let you get the last word on this. Oh, oh, you want to circle back around to the group text. You had something else that you wanted to say to me, but whatever.
1: Oh, no, you made it clear that I wasn't invited. I, no, no need to circle back. Keep going.
0: Oh, okay. Um, with that being said, this is the last show of the year. I guess what's we'll our new season? I'm not sure what we're talking about next year. I'm sure something entertaining. Um Ben, any final words to the listeners before we close out this 2021 year? It's
1: it's been a it's been an interesting year, Ryan. 2020 I think crawled like just just could not get through it uh, more you know, quickly enough. 2021 though, just I mean it seems like it just started and, and we're hurtling towards the end here. Um excited for 2022. At some point, you're gonna you're gonna allow me. The, the the opportunity to come on uh, to inside the war room, um, it, it, you know, it, you've, at some you've point, been on. Twice. uh, back to back episodes. Accurate. That's not factually accurate.
0: Well, that that's actually late. You, you 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 co-hosted Carol Baskin, and then yeah. you were the next episode, back to back episodes twice.
1: This isn't don't let the facts. This is, <laughs> this is bringing the closers. What are we doing here? What, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is this podcast prep for later? What's going on here? <laughs> I
0: don't know what's happening. You're like, I've never been on. It's like back-to-back episodes with Carol Baskin again, for one
1: again with the facts. Uh, stay tuned, by the way, at some point in 2022, Carol part two is coming on. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to hopefully, well, I, I'd love to get back on the podcast, talk about your Tiger King Two. Have you seen the show by the way? I started
0: it, um, but I haven't got to the first episode. I don't think so. That's
1: not a know. very, that's not a very good review.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I'm an old man. I go to bed early now, so I'm um, and I'm sucked into to a succession, and so succession or whatever show it's called, and so that's kind of gets my my TV time when that comes out. So, anyways, all right, listeners, thank you so much. If you're hearing this somewhere other than the Five Wide Biz newsletter, go check it out at five wide biz. That's F I V E W dot W D W. Okay. It's five and wide. You can spell it, people. Dot biz. There you go. Five and wide. (laughs) No and. Oh, my gosh. I'm butchering this. F-I-V-E-W-I-D-E dot biz. This is what you came here for. Ben is somewhere on the internet with 4,000 potential podcasts that you can find him on Twitter at underscore Ben Samuels. We'll link to that in the show notes. Until next year, folks. Take care.